Hello, welcome back to another episode of Voice of X. As promised, this is um, this week's going to be a review on the latest Spider-Man movie. I gave an extra week on it so you guys can go see it because just a word of warning, there's going to be a lot of spoilers. Um, in fact, we're going to spoil the whole movie. We're going to talk about the whole thing. So, And I'm actually joined today by my two daughters, Cynthia and Kimmy. Hi. Hello. And we're going to get their opinion as well. Uh, before we get started, um, as always, please go over and... And visit me, um, please go uh, follow me on my social media pages on Getter, Parlor, and Gab. You can follow me at The Voice of X. And on Twitter, I'm at Voice underscore of X. Uh, there's always extra content going on there in between podcasts throughout the week. So please go over and follow me there. And so let's go ahead and get started. Um, we saw Spider-Man No Way Home yeah. uh, a week ago. You guys have seen it, you've seen it a couple times, I, right? I've seen it twice, yeah. Yeah. And maybe a third time coming up. Yeah. And uh, so far, actually, I think it was one of my favorites in the Spider-Man franchise so far. Yeah. Um, so just a brief synopsis on it. Um, again, if you haven't seen it and you don't want to know, turn off the podcast now. Here we go. So it takes off right where Spider-Man, far from home, yeah. right, uh, ends with Mysterio telling the whole world that Spider-Man is Peter Parker. And at that point, kind of... His life goes nuts, right? Because everybody's everybody's coming after him, and they think he's a criminal because he murdered Mysterio. And he ends up hiring an attorney who is Matt Murdock from Daredevil, Daredevil. the Daredevil, the Netflix Daredevil show. And uh, which, if you haven't seen Hawkeye, go watch that because Kingpin's been brought in now too from that same show. So it looks like they're bringing that in as well and anyway he he starts having all these legal troubles and he goes to Doctor Strange and asks him to cast a spell to make everybody forget uh, make the world forget that Peter Parker is Spider-Man but Peter Parker starts messing with the spell because he wants certain people to be able to remember and they break they break the multiverse and everybody who was um, who in other universes who knew who Peter who's that Spider-Man was Peter Parker, they start coming through. So we get Doc Ock, Sandman, Sandman, Green Goblin, Lizard. Yeah, Lizard, Doctor Connors, and Lizard. Yeah, the and lizard. Oh, and Electro. And Electro, yeah, from Amazing Spider-Man. Yeah. So those are from Spider-Man's one, two, and three with Tobey Maguire. And then both, both, both Amazing Spider-Mans. Spider yeah. yeah, and both Amazing Spider-Mans. So, um, Spider-Man 3, the, the worst of all of them. Yeah. Um, so, <laughs> 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 oh, and, and uh, an end credit scene with Venom. Yes. So, it looks like we're going to be seeing that in future in a future Spider-Man movie. Mm -hmm. Now, um, what was your... Or do you want her to go? Okay. Okay. What... So what were your overall thoughts? I mean, how did you like the movie? Where does it rank in? Because I took you guys when you were little to see Spider-Man mm -hmm. 1 and 2. Actually, 1, 2, and 3. Mm -hmm. um, you were pretty little. But what are your thoughts on on this one compared to those? How did you like it overall? It was my favorite of the three new ones. Um, and I loved Tobey Maguire, I think, because I saw him when I was little. I loved those the most. Andrew Garfield was not my favorite. The Amazing Spider-Man movies were not my favorite. I actually didn't like them at all. But the new ones I've liked a lot. I love Tom Holland as Peter Parker and Spider-Man, but this new one was my favorite of the three that they've done. Because Far From Home was my least favorite. And this one has been my favorite all so far. Yeah, I agree. I, I think I was really skeptical about 
Tom Holland as Peter Parker, having a teenager play it, I thought, yeah, he's a teenager, but I didn't think he would pull it off. But he pulled it off really, really well. Tobey Maguire is still my favorite, I think, just because that's kind of what started it, and I, I really like that. Um, but this is these are really good. I really like the end right. I think this is the best one for me, too, out of all three so far. Not including, like, the Avengers movies mm-hmm. that he was in. Yeah. I think I'm kind of in the same boat. I mean, the first Spider-Man with Tobey Maguire will always have that place in my heart because I just, I love it. Again, saw it when I was little. It was great. Um, but as far as, as the new Spider-Man franchises go, also in the same boat, not a huge fan of Andrew Garfield, the Amazing Spider-Man movies. Um, but he did actually very well in, you know, uh, No Way Home. But I think No Way Home is definitely my favorite out of the newest Spider-Man movies that have come out. And um, like I had mentioned before to you, I think the reason why this movie did so well was because it is kind of the first thing that I feel like franchises have done in general, where it's kind of reminds me of just like Avengers when it first came out in 2012, where you never really saw, you know, movies coming together to converge on one point. And so you have all those superheroes in one movie that you've seen the past few years separately. And it's kind of like this with franchises now. So instead you're seeing multiple universes come together in one movie and you're seeing several different characters that you see from different franchises that you love all in one place interacting. It's kind of like a weirdly nice dream come true. Um, And granted, it was something I feel like we were all expecting to see. I mean, this was no secret that we all kind of figured that Tobey Maguire and Andrew Garfield would be in it. However, that did not make me any less excited when I saw them come into the movie. So overall, I think it was definitely the best Spider-Man movie that I've seen so far from the newest Spider-Man movies so far. And I'm not familiar with Tom Holland. You've seen, you seen him in other things? Yeah. Like, like I don't what? remember any of the names, but he was in that... <laughs> he was in that... Um, movie with Harry Styles. The the war oh. movie. Oh. The, um, oh. It was, was a World it? War II movie. The World War II movie Midway? that they did. I think so. Was it Midway? Or? I think so. I think so, yeah. I don't, we, we have that on DVD. I haven't watched yeah. it Yeah. I haven't seen him in anything else, but... And I'm not as in... Zen- Zendaya. 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 I'm not a fan of hers. No. Either. But she did a good job in this. Yeah. And surprisingly, this movie was not... All woke. Yeah. Like like other they didn't Marvel push movies it. have yeah. done. It's been very... It was just very much just about the story and putting out a good story and bringing in all of these characters into one cohesive story for you to enjoy. And they weren't pushing any political agenda or anything like that. Which was very nice and refreshing because I don't need a message in every movie like that. Yeah, and I definitely didn't like Andrew Garfield's Spider-Man. I never saw the second Amazing Spider-Man. No. Actually, I only saw the first one and I didn't really care for the kind of teen, angsty Peter Parker he played. But he did a good job in this movie. Yeah, I think especially too like with this movie you definitely saw um, you know, you saw all three Spider-Men and you saw their character art kind of come to... A full circle in this movie, I feel like. Oh yeah, but we didn't get to that, by the way, in the synopsis. Yes, eventually, right. eventually, the other two Spider-Men they came through as well. Yeah. And Ned is now learning to be. He's found that he has the sorcerer. talent to be a sorcerer or whatever, and helps bring them, bring them to them, so that they can go help Tom Holland's Spider-Man. Right. Yeah, and so I definitely feel like all the Spider-Men still had a great character arc and they did come full circle in this movie. It was a very nice kind of closing out for them. But not only that, I also thought that the villains 
all had a really great character arc and kind of coming full circle as well. Um, kind of redeemable. And Cynthia's still trying to find what movie he I was in. I think I imagined him in the movie. I don't think he was actually in the movie. Because the movie was Dunkirk and, and Tom Holland oh, was in. Dumb- I'm thinking of In the Heart of the Sea, which Tom Holland was in. And that has nothing to do with World War II. But I don't know. It was, it was the whaling ships in like the 1800s. It was in 2015. It was before. That was the one. Where, was that the one with um, Thor? What's his name? Yeah, yeah, with Liam yeah, Hemsworth. Liam Hemsworth. Yes, yeah. it was. That was about Moby Dick. About oh, Moby yeah, that Hemsworth. was. Right. Yeah. Yes, I remember that yeah. one. That was before he was in any of the Avengers stuff. Before he was okay. in Civil War. Yeah. Well, he's done a really good job as Spider-Man so far, and uh, there, there are. Um, so for myself. The Tobey Maguire Spider-Man is the first two I really liked, and those will always kind of be the best for me. So I really like that. There's a lot of talk about now about about moving forward with some new movies with Andrew Garfield. Yeah. yeah. And he's said he's interested, in it, and I'm just kind of like, you know, I felt like this movie was a good bow on those older Spider-Man movies. Because yeah. I don't know about you guys, but I haven't seen Tobey Maguire much of anything. And when he kind of came through the little ringy thing. That, <laughs> the portal. That, yeah. You could tell that 20 through, years like, wow. have passed. Yeah, he looks, old. <laughs> <laughs> he looks pretty old. Yeah, so it made me feel old. So, uh, I, I, you know, and I guess Andrew Garfield really doesn't, but he's substantially younger. But I felt like it was a good bow on those and just kind of their ride off into the sunset. Yeah. I really prefer they just leave those alone. Just let them be. And move on. I mean, I don't know. What do you guys think? Oh, they won't. Yeah, they can yeah. cash, cash in. <laughs> they, right. yeah. they can milk the cash cow a little longer. Yeah. It'll do it. Oh, I'm sure. Yeah. I mean, I think I'm definitely in the same boat. It's just it was very nice to have them kind of just completed. It was a very nice end to their story. And it just leaves you with a nice happy ending for the both of them. You know, Andrew Garfield's Spider-Man got to redeem himself. Well, wasn't Tobey Maguire, wasn't he supposed to die in this? Wasn't that a thing? Was he? I thought that he was supposed to die. Maybe I don't remember. They kind of well, they you kind of wondered if he was going to when right. he got stabbed. And then he's like, "Oh, I've been stabbed before." I know. So I mean, they're already talking about a Spider-Man four. I think Kevin Feige is. I mean, he's already saying it's in the works and we're gonna keep going. But honestly, I thought at the end of the movie, it kind of depicted Sony as kind of being able to cut ties with yeah, Marvel. Yeah, because nobody remembers him as Spider-Man anymore. Mm-hmm. So. I kind of felt like they kind of scrubbed. Even even Doctor Strange is like, what was it like? It was good knowing you, Peter right. Parker, yeah. something like that. Because even he'll end. forget, yeah. Yeah, so I kind of feel like there's a good way to give Sony an out. So in case contract talks don't work, they can be like, eh, fine, we're going to go yeah. off and do our own thing. And the MCU is gone. We Venom don't care about line. it. Yeah, so. Um, but oh, 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 overall, I mean, I, even the ending I was pretty happy with. And it left it really open for the next movie. So I'm looking forward to the next movie because I'm not real big on going forward with, with Marvel no. all that much, to be honest with you. I mean, we've been watching all the TV shows, and Hawkeye, Hawkeye was, was pretty good. good. Mm-hmm. Um, but you can still see this kind of... the wokeification or whatever you want to see of some of the Marvel stuff. But Hawkeye was pretty good. I hated Winter Soldier. The Falcon and the Winter yeah, Soldier, that yeah. Was terrible. It started off well, and yeah. it didn't end well. WandaVision was good. Yeah. And I want to, like, Scarlet... Um, Scarlet Johansson. I was going to say Scarlet Witch. Um, <laughs> Black Widow. Black Widow. That was really good. I liked that quite a bit. So um, they kind of seem hit or miss for me on, yeah. on most on, on some of them. So we'll see going forward. But I just don't have another eleven years to devote to phase. <laughs> I've four, honestly stopped going six. into Marvel f- shows and movies with expectations now. After this, I've kind of just been like, if it looks good and it comes out on Disney Plus or something like that, I'll take a look at it. 
So uh, out of this movie, what was your, what was your do you have give me three things you really liked about it, and maybe two things you didn't really like about it. Um, Willem Dafoe's acting is fantastic. That is my favorite. There's one scene, and I there are like multiple things that I've read with him. Where I mean, in all his movies, he plays that unhinged character really, yeah, really, really from like well. Platoon. That's, yeah, and, yes. yeah and, and he in he brought that character to Nemo too. Finding yeah, Nemo with yeah. Gil Lighthouse. He's in Lighthouse with Robert Pattinson. Same thing. Um, he's been in so I mean, all those different movies. He plays that character really well. And in at least the original Spider-Man movies, the last two times halfway through, I totally forgot to check. Um, but in the original Spider-Man movies with Tobey Maguire, he would wear false teeth when he was like doing his little Jekyll and Hyde act that he's got down pat, where when he wasn't the Green Goblin, he would wear the false teeth so that you as the audience would like kind of almost catch that something was a little bit different with him yeah. physically because he has a gap in his tooth. And then when he would switch over to the Green Goblin, you would see the tiny bit of gap in his teeth. And he had purposefully did that with the makeup department and costuming and everything else so that the audience would pick up on it because it's not like a huge gap to where it's super distinct but you can kind of tell something is yeah. off but enough for you to kind of go something's a little bit different yes and i don't really know if it. he did it with this and i feel like he did but i didn't specifically look for that the two times that i looked for it or we, that i watched it. we did come home though and watch the first spider-man yeah he's he's asian <laughs> yes he has <laughs> i didn't really i didn't really because he's always got hard lines in his face anyway yeah um but yeah, yeah. he's perpetually looked yeah. old he yeah. has but he plays a very great unhinged maniac and i like that mm. they kept that in Far from home, like he was still able to switch very much, and that you could still tell, and he was still able to just. It showed that he wasn't Green Goblin all the time, and they still showed that kind of split personality. So it was really cool to see them still play that, and it was great to see Willem Dafoe definitely do that as well. Got a second one you liked? I have to think on it. I'm gonna popcorn it. Okay. One thing you really like. One thing I like. Um, can I say everything? No. <laughs> I think the biggest thing, um, I guess one thing that I really liked, I, ultimately my top thing was character development, I think, for all of them. Um, especially with Tom Holland's Spider-Man, I feel like as you've seen him progress over the past three movies that he was able to, you know, kind of, again, come full circle for him. Um, and then also, too, I liked the spider sense. I liked that developing in this movie a lot as well. Because, you know, like in the first movie, he just kind of calls it the tingle. And he doesn't really quite know what it is. But in the newest, you know, No Way Home, the newest movie, um, it shows that it goes from something that he doesn't really know what it is to something that ultimately saves his life and saves other people's lives. And I also like seeing him projected into the astral plane. And you actually get to see the spider sense. And it doesn't look like... A cartoon or anything like that it looks really cool when you see it so i liked that whole character development with his character and kind of him growing into him being spider-man and for me like i said for me i think it's just and maybe it's because i'm older but i liked seeing the other two spider-man come in and just kind of get that bow on it that nice wrapping yeah. and just be able to set that aside i i like the whole kind of riding off in the sunset like with indiana jones and yeah. the Last Crusade and the third one, I mean, they had it was very classic. They were all literally riding off in the sunset like a classic Western. And as much as I liked the Kingdom of the Crystal Skull, I just didn't think it was needed. No. It just it kind of seemed to ruin the franchise. I don't need to see Indiana Jones getting old. <laughs> that kind of ruins it. Let them ride off into the sunset. And that's why I don't want to see it again. I really liked that was my favorite part of the movie was seeing them all come together and then just kind of get that nice wrapping of it. Yeah. Kind of wrapping the present and just sending it off and, and, and it just it just finished it off really yeah. well. I really liked that. Is there anything you didn't like about the movie? 
And it can be over all three, because I have a couple of nitpicky things that I don't like about the new Spider-Man franchise. Is there anything you don't didn't like about it or the would one, change if you could? The one thing that I think they changed in the third movie, which I liked, was Aunt May dying. <laughs> it's really, <laughs> at least not that I wanted her to die. Um, but I think that there are certain things from the comics and then the other two movies that were the same sort of line that drawed them all draw, had drawn mm. them all together that they didn't with this mm. and with that what you which every with every character in Marvel and every character in a story in general that loss is what leads to growth yeah, and you need he that pathos right he that, didn't really experience I mean yeah. he did with Tony Stark losing Tony as a father figure but that was something a lot more personal when he lost yeah. Aunt May that I had called before with this movie that I kind of figured she would die in this movie because it would be the one thing that makes sense to tie it all together yeah. Yeah. and so it did happen um, with MJ, she well, she could have died. I would have been fine died. with it. And it was on one <laughs> hand, I kind of wanted her to because I think that would have made more sense too. But then also they used it to kind of tie up that loose end with Andrew Garfield yeah. Spider-Man, yeah. so he got, got his little bit of redemption. Yeah. Um, but if it was swapped, I wouldn't have cared <laughs> because <laughs> I liked having Aunt May with Marissa. I can't ever pronounce her last name. Twomp, twomp. Marissa Tomei. Tomei. There we go. Um, she's a fantastic actress, and the way she did Aunt May was a little bit different. That was a little bit nitpicky. I mean, I guess it was from Tobey Maguire, which I guess actually makes more sense that she's younger, because it didn't really make sense to me in Tobey Maguire's Spider-Man that Aunt May was so old. Well, in the comic book, she was, she was old, so, you know, they kind of stuck with the comics, but... Yes, but age gap-wise, he's in high school. It wouldn't yeah. really... It's a little weird that his aunt is, like, 80 yeah. years old. Um, so it made sense with her being younger and the route that they took with it. But her dying, I think, was something that really helped him. Will will help him with the character development moving forward yeah. if they actually move forward with it. If they don't, then it's just... Well, yeah, because dealing with that <laughs> pain and that suffering is. is what makes us human, right? It's what kind of builds character mm -hmm. and patience and everything. The Bible says that, you know, we, it's what built... The trials and tribulations help build character and patience. Mm -hmm. And so without that, you kind of just have... Well, they're just a superhero. It's yeah. something he didn't have the first two movies. I mean, he kind of did, I guess, with Tony losing Tony Stark because he was a father figure, but yeah. it wasn't. But it as wasn't the same level, yeah. yeah. As aunt losing his aunt yeah. or losing his girlfriend. Yeah. I think, honest, the only thing that I disliked, and I would have never known if you didn't mention it to me. But that rumor going around, or was it actually confirmed that Tobey Maguire was supposed to say, with great know. power comes great it, responsibility? Yeah. I would have loved seeing that from Tobey versus Aunt May. I understand why they had Aunt May say it, because that's, you know, Aunt May obviously has more of a connection with Peter Parker well, than... it's more personal. And they, yeah. The, and the, the whole point is that they hear it from someone personal right. at the moment. But, like, hearing, just picturing Tobey Maguire say that to Tom Holland's Spider-Man just seemed really great kind of that Tobey Maguire is that kind of father Mentor, figure to pass yeah. to pass on his wisdom to other Spider-Man. It just sounded really cool. Again, I understand why they had Aunt May say it, but after knowing like Tobey Maguire could have said it, it was kind of disappointing. He kind of said it. He said half of it. Yeah, he did. He kind of helped count. him finish it. <laughs> and I think for me, I, I don't know, I, I, I both of those things I agree with, so I can't say those, but I do have a couple of nitpicky things over all three that I don't like. I don't like Flash. Oh yeah. <laughs> I don't. I don't like the guy. That, I mean, he's not. A, he's, he's a good actor, but I don't like the character. Look, I'm sorry. I grew up with these comics, so I like to see these comics to be a little true to character a little bit. It has nothing to do with 
Look, if the I, Stan Lee even said this. Look, if the character's black, we make the black character black. If he's white, he's white. Doesn't matter. So it has nothing to do with it. I want to see them the way I grew up seeing them. So I never really cared for that. He did a good job, and he seemed kind of nerdy as opposed to the jock flash I knew from the comics. And I don't like Ned only because in the comics, Ned they do play a joke on. They kind of joked about this. They did in the comics. Ned actually goes on to become the Hobgoblin. Mm -hmm. In the comics, and in this, he mentions to Peter Parker, Toby McGuire's Peter Parker, "Did you have a best friend?" He said, "Yeah, he became my, he became my enemy trying and then to he kill died. me. He died, died in my arms. arms. <laughs> yeah." And then he goes and tells him, "Oh, just you know, I'll never, I'll never become your enemy and try and kill you." But in the comics, he does. Right. So I don't know if we'll see anything in the future, but I'm not a real big fan of the those actor choices. Not that they didn't yeah. do a good job; they did a good job. I just was never a big fan of those per se. So um, those are my only nitpicky things. On other than that, I thought that I thought overall, I thought it was great. So you would you recommend anybody go see it? Yes, I'm going to see it a third time. So yeah. yes, hundred and ten percent. Even if you don't like Marvel, go see this movie. It was great. I agree. Um, I, I've been hot and cold on some of the Marvel movies ever since the end of since Endgame. Um, I'm not sure what to expect from the future of it, but the Spider-Man franchise I'm pretty hopeful for, I think is going to go on to do really well. And maybe that's because Sony's partially involved in it too, and it's not just Disney. Disney. I don't know. And they can yeah. pull from the Spider-Verse a lot more, like what they did with, already with um, Into the Spider-Verse. And that was great. You know, I'm not a big big fan of the Miles Morales Spider-Man, but they did a really good job with that. They that did. was a good movie. I had yeah. low expectations for that movie, and I was actually so, very much impressed. I'm yeah. not a fan of the Spider-Gwen comics. I tried to read them. I read yeah. through all of them, and I just thought they were terrible. Oh. They very much, they were, I mean, it was for a specific audience, and I don't know if I was that audience, but I did like what they did with it, yeah. and I because Silk is one of my absolute favorite characters, um, and she's only had two comic mm. runs. She was not in the. In the no, she wasn't. Version. So they yeah. had talked about bringing her into the second one. I don't know if they're going to. I actually didn't really want them to, because Silk, unlike Spider-Man, I mean Silk has only had two comic runs, and she's only well of her own. She was also in a couple. She was a cameo in a couple different other new comic runs. Include she had one with like Spider Gwen, um, and then she had um, a few different ones with Spider-Man because they were like a thing. Because didn't they she had get a, bit by the same spider yeah, that Spider-Man Yeah, did? the whole thing is that they got bit by the same spider when they were on the same field trip, but the difference is, is that her parents like shipped her off to these people who knew that she had the spider powers. They locked her up in a bunker for like over a decade and then Spider-Man broke her out. So she'd been living like almost her whole life or half of her life in a bunker, not knowing what her powers were and trying to figure... Well, so when he broke her out, she was kind of trying to figure it out and then they ended up becoming... A couple of some sort because of because they their shared spider, you know, powers. Um, it was kind of weird. But um, if she's in the movie, um, into the Spider Verse, the second one, like they want to, if they ruin her character, there's nothing for her to fall back on. It's not like with Spider Man. If they do something weird with it, it's he has decades and decades of story and comics and movies and everything to fall back on. With Silk, they don't. So, but I do kind of want to see her in the movie, which means that all this connecting could potentially bring her into a live action one as well. Well, speaking of Spider Gwen, I mean, they're talking about having. I mean, there's been rumors Emma, of like Emma Stone, Emma Stone coming I back. I just saw it yeah. today, yeah. yeah, as Spider Gwen. Mm -hmm. So, um, yeah, I just read that today. So, who knows what what Sony's got? They have a lot. They have a lot of well, Morbius is coming out. That actually looks pretty good. That's Sony with Vulture. Um, yeah, and that's pulling from Spider from Tom Holland's Spider Man mm -hmm. too. Obviously, Venom, at the end, he leaves a piece of the symbiote there mm. with him. And so I'm assuming that's going to play a part in the next Spider-Man movie. Yeah. Mm -hmm. So um, 
Actually, I think Sony's doing pretty good, and it's about time. And that's why I said I'm glad. I don't want them to go back to the Tom Holland, or the not the Tom Holland, um, back to the Andrew Garfield Spider-Man. Yeah. Leave those alone. Wrap them up. Enough with the rebooting. I mean, as much as I'm looking forward to the new DC, the Batman movie, I'm getting kind of sick and tired of rebooting the Batman movies yeah. over and over and over again. Excited to see and, Robert and Pattinson. I am, actually. I wasn't before, but looking at the trailers, it looks pretty good. But why do they got to keep rebooting it? I mean, the Christopher Nolan Batmans were <laughs> really Robert good. Because Robert Pattinson needs money. And I expected hey, them to no, carry no, no. on with, um, what's his name, from Third Rock from the Sun. Oh, um, um, I'm forgetting his name. Oh, um, who are we talking about? Tommy. Oh, George, um, um, Gordon-Levitt. Yeah, yeah. Joseph Gordon-Levitt. Gordon Gordon I, I actually thought it would be a good idea I mean, he to maybe take out with him as Nightwing or even the next Batman. And they just kind of like decided, well, we're going to scrub it. We're going to go back and we're going to... Ben Affleck, of all people, for Batman. <laughs> so they just kind of keep rebooting it over and over. And that's been DC's problem. And that was Sony's problem. And they're finally... That's one thing that Marvel did well with Disney, and even before Disney, of keeping everything cohesive and one mm-hmm. continuous story going on and yeah. everything ties into the other. No more rebooting, rebooting, rebooting. And Sony seems to have finally maybe gotten away from that. That's why I don't want to see them bring the old stuff back. They, they wrapped it up. They got it done. Let's move forward. Yeah. And, um, you know, DC needs to do... Needs to do that as well. <laughs> Again, kind of sick and tired of seeing reboots, especially of Batman over and over and over yeah. again. Um, I mean, they already had in the original Batman series, they had Michael Keaton. Um, what's his name? Um, Iceman. Um, oh! Um, but what is his name? I don't remember his yeah, name. Doc Holliday, yeah, Doc Holliday. Val Kilmer. That's it. And yeah. then, um, and then uh, George Clooney. So yeah. there's those Batmans in that one, and then they got rid of that, and the Christopher Nolan came one came back up, and I wasn't interested in seeing it, and I didn't see the first one, and then I saw it on a, a flight somewhere, and it was great. And so mm-hmm. we have all of them on DVD now; they're all really good. And then they rebooted it again with <laughs> Justice League, and and yeah. and then yeah. and then they're doing it again with Robert Pattinson. Mm-hmm. So, um, but I am ex- I'm looking forward to it. I hope they hope they leave it. And, yeah. Move forward with it. But anyway, that's about it. We're about out of time for this today. Um, I really like the movie. Really recommend going and seeing it. Cynthia's going to go see it a third time. Kimmy is going to see it a second time, maybe? Yes. I'd like to see it a second time. Um, anyway, we're going to wrap this up. Uh, we definitely all recommend Spider-Man. Go ahead and go out and see it. If you haven't seen it, then it's spoiled for you now because you listen to this podcast. So, so you don't have to watch it. Yeah, yeah, exactly. Or I'm sure it'll be on streaming before you know it anyway. So Disney seems to shove everything on our streaming pretty quick. So until next time, um, this is Cynthia and Kimmy. Goodbye. Bye. And we'll see if we have them back on again in the future. And uh, until next time, next Monday, uh, see, see you guys later, and God bless. <laughs>